0: The Washington Capitals fall to the Buffalo Sabres in overtime. Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello, and welcome into this edition of Locked on Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen or view of the day. Yes, this podcast is also available in video form, so head on over to YouTube and check it out. And when you're on YouTube, make sure and hit that subscribe button. And if you like the videos, leave a thumbs up or leave some comments. It really helps grow the channel. My name is Dan Holmie. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at LockedonCaps. So in this edition of Locked on Capitals, we will talk about the really great acquisition and what a pleasant surprise Sonny Milano is just a baller and a playmaker and he showed that tonight we'll talk about that later in the show we know that the Capitals lost and it was kind of a a cruddy feeling that they lost what do the Capitals players think of their performance but just to get it going here your Washington Capitals do in fact fall in overtime to the Buffalo Sabres now what I'm going to say about this Buffalo Sabres team and if you're a casual fan of the NHL or the Capitals, you may recollect that the Sabres aren't that good of a team. Historically, I will say that they are a better team this year. This is a young and up and coming team that has great promise. And you saw that out there tonight. Uh, Most notably, a name that you should get familiar with is Tage Thompson, a baller, a playmaker out there. He got a hat trick tonight and just, uh, you know, again, you know, I'm just kind of giving credit where credit's due. I know this is a Capitals podcast, but you can appreciate good hockey if you're watching this podcast is that uh, Tage Thompson, just a great game for him out there. Three goals on the night, a really great line for them between Tage Thompson and Alex Tuck Tyson Jost also gets on the board. And Uku Pekka Lukonen, um, another a big netminder out there for them. He made 28 of 32. Uh, so just um, a, a good up-and-coming team, just giving credit where credit's due. This Capitals team had a lot of fight in them as well, as Alex Ovechkin scored two goals on the night. So, you know, it's easy to just say the Capitals are the greatest all the time, but I think that it's only fair like I say, to give credit where credit's due. And the Capitals had a lot of fight in them and it was a back and forth uh, game. You know, at one point they were down, what was it? Three to one and they tied it. And, you know, it was just, it was a back and forth, back and forth. And then the Sabres came back and tied it. So it's one of those games. that's kind of fun to watch. Ultimately, the Capitals did not get the result that they were looking for, of course, but, um, Again, the uh, Sabres, an up-and-coming team, and, um, you know, they picked up the win. They were the better team tonight, even though, you know, I got to say, you know, just uh, if I'm going to give an assessment, I would say that perhaps Darcy Kemper was a little bit off on the night. Um, I think that he could have probably dialed it in a little bit more as we take a look at the box score a little bit here for the Capitals. Darcy Kemper saved 24 of 29. And I bet you if you asked him if he would like to take back some of those goals, I bet you he would say yes. Some of them were just on some pretty sweet shots out there on the part of the Sabres. But some of those goals I saw, I believe he probably should have stopped. And like I thought, you know, He probably would say the same thing, but that's just the nature of the beast. You can't be perfect all the time. They're hockey players, not robots. Alex Ovechkin scored his second goal of the game in his 28th of the season. It marks Ovechkin's seventh multi-goal game of the season in his 165th of his career. Only Wayne Gretzky has more multi-goal games in NHL history Uh, And then they had Peter Laviolette talking about the game tonight. He says, we were playing a team that's young and fast and dynamic offensively. They're a top scoring team in the league. And it showed they get an opportunity and they put it in the back of the net. Um, And that's what I'm talking about. Even Peter Laviolette talking there. You got to give credit where credit's due. And in this particular game, The Sabres were the better team. They ended up picking up the win, even though the Capitals had some great fight. They got back into the game, uh, but ultimately lost it in overtime. After Thompson scored two goals to go along with a primary assist over the first 26 minutes of the game, the Capitals stormed back behind the strength of their own star forward, Alex Ovechkin. Maybe you've heard of him before. Alex Ovechkin scored in each of the final two periods to push the game into overtime, allowing Washington to extend its active point streak to eight games. So they do, in fact, pick up a point. Um, but you know, ultimately not the, the outcome that they were looking for. Of course, the Capitals engineered its comeback with goals on either end of the second intermission. Ovechkin scored his first tally on a snapshot off a faceoff late in the second period, cutting the Sabres lead in half, then tied it when shot by Sonny Milano, who scored the Capital's first period goal, bounced off Sabres goaltender, Uku Pekka Lukanen had with Nick Dowd in good position. And I'll talk a little bit more about Sonny Milano later in the show. But wow, what a playmaker out there. That breakaway goal, just a really great acquisition and bargain shopping out there as we picked him up uh, uh, off a PTO from the Calgary Flames. But just, um, again, just a really positive acquisition for the Capitals. Ovechkin struck again at the 7-10 mark of the third, scoring from the low slot on a pass from Connor Sherry. From his seventh multi-goal outing of the season and third, his last five games writes NBC Sports Washington. So they were getting some great production out there, the Capitals. Again, you know, my assessment of it is, is that Darcy Kemper was not totally dialed in and it shows as he saved 24 of 29. So Again, he can't be perfect all the time. Again, he would probably take back some of those goals. But just a really kind of fun game to watch, I'm going to say. Even though they didn't get that outcome that they were looking for, a fun game to watch nonetheless as it was a back-and-forth, back-and-forth Um, Because if you watch the game and you only watch the first period or the first period and a half, you thought that the Buffalo Sabres were going to win decisively. As it turns out, the Capitals had some good pushback and got back into the game. That's what pushed it into overtime there. So again, they didn't get the outcome that they were looking for, but um, it was a fun game to watch overall, I've got to say. Um... Ultimately, it proved to be Thompson's night as he netted the game winner. Capitals goaltender Darcy Kemper was tagged with a loss. Prior to the game, the Capitals hosted a moment of acknowledgement uh, for the situation that went on earlier the day before. Um, But just taking a look at the Capitals and what they did out there. They played, they did a big role out there, and they paid Um, tribute to the situation that went out in Buffalo there. And, um, of course, our hearts go out to that situation, a real tragic situation. But uh, the Capitals hats off to them for, you know, having that moment of silence before the game. And, um, you know, again, the Capitals hope to get back into the win column as they take on the Blue Jackets next. Um, It's it's a Blue Jackets team that is not playing that great. And, again, I don't want to go into a game like that as a trap game where you think, well, Columbus is a poor team. We're going to go in there and just clean house. Um, Those teams are kind of itching to prove that they're better than everyone thinks they are. And they would like to play spoiler to a team like the Capitals that is firing on all cylinders, except for the game tonight. You can't win them all guys, you know, and I already hear the negativity on Twitter and uh, on social media saying that this Capitals team sucks. Can you believe it? Despite the fact that they won all these games I'll open up Twitter on my phone and just hear the random tweets of people in the all-caps uh, hashtag saying, you know, this this player sucks and that player sucks and this team sucks, the coach sucks. Um, a very fickle bunch, I've got to say, because those same people are singing the praises of the team when they win a bunch of games in a, in a row there. So anyway, the Capitals did not get the result that they were looking for, but all is not lost as they take on the Columbus Blue Jackets, and want to get back into the win column. My big takeaway from this game is a good fought game. Um, Ultimately, the Buffalo Sabres were the better team, but just a really great game for Alex Ovechkin as he scores two goals. Sonny Milano, just a playmaker out there, just really solid. And then also the Dowd Milano. Um, action going on out there, just, you know, but despite the loss, a great game for the Capitals, a fun one to watch. They just hope to get back into the win column next time. All right, so after the break here, we will talk about the Capitals players and how do they think they played. We'll talk about that next. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from pro football to college bowl season to basketball and World Cup. We've got it all at BetOnline. And if you love sports, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. And guys, even if you're not into betting, you could bet on an upcoming Capitals game like the Capitals take on the Blue Jackets. It makes watching the games that much more exciting. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Thank you for making Locked On Capitals your first listen today, every day. Now make sure to check out Locked On NHL Prospects, your daily podcast covering the next generation of hockey superstars leading up to the NHL draft, plus NHL draft rankings and top prospect comparisons for every team. Locked On NHL Prospects, available on YouTube and wherever you find your podcasts. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, where it's your team every day. In this episode, we are talking about the Caps' loss to the Sabres in overtime. Uh, The Caps' loss is, you know, for the fan base, of course, a really negative thing. And I spoke of their, you know, hearing back from the fans on Twitter already, kind of with their negative input on the game. But what do the players themselves Think of how they played Alex Ovechkin on the turning point for Washington to force overtime. I think it was when we start play hard. We start to put puck deep for checking. Well, it kind of opens up in the offensive zone more time. How I said we have good chances right away in the second period, then execute and then score. And uh, just, you know, hearing how that was written there, considering he is um, Russian and, you know, his English is what it is. Uh, but that is how it was written there in Washington Hockey. Now, on Tage Thompson, Ovi says, Yeah, obviously he's big, strong, good puck mover, you know. Have a great shot. The young, the talented group of guys out there. But it was one. Game. And that's the big thing. And, you know, just to to hear that from the captain, that's the big thing, not to get too caught up in a negative moment. You're going to lose games. It's going to happen. It's important to widen the lens out there and really take a look at this team. They are playing well overall. That's all we can expect for them is to put in a solid performance. And it's not like they got, you know, shut out out there. There was a good back and forth there. The Capitals just happened to lose. What did T.G. Oshi think? T.G. Oshi, who was inserted back into the lineup after being injured... Uh, He drew in tonight on the Capitals' performance through 60 minutes. He says it was an inconsistent game for us, not a great first period at all, with Darcy kind of keeping us in there. I thought a good second, pretty decent third, too. Just gave a couple three. Like you said, our kill did a good job of getting us to a point and then play at the end in overtime of like the other, where it was a very small mistake and it ended up costing us which three-on-three three overtime usually does. So inconsistent game for us, something that we've been doing a good job of. I think it's playing consistently, consistently hard, good defensively, and tonight just a little too in- inconsistent against a team that can make you pay for playing like that. And one of the things, too, is it was a game that they kind of let him play the whole game You know, they didn't have a lot of penalties. And then towards the end, I was mentioning at home here, it's like they did not want this game to go to overtime because all of a sudden there was that penalty on Kuznetsov. And I believe it was Eller towards the end there. And, um, you know, and to, to be fair, when I saw the replay of it, you know, I didn't notice the Kuznetsov thing at first. But then when I saw the replay, I'm like, oh, yeah, there it was. But, um, you know, it's interesting because there were those similar plays earlier in the game and they said nothing about them. Again, it was kind of my belief when I was watching that. I'm like, they don't want this game to go to overtime, do they? That was my interpretation of it anyway. On the turnovers against the Sabres, an uncharacteristic loss. We turned the puck over in a bunch of different ways at times in the game tonight, and it cost us sometimes guys holding on to it too long, sometimes guys not bearing down and making the play that needed to be made. So after the roll we've been on, the wins. These guys piled in a game that felt super uncharacteristic for us. We'll have to grab quick. And luckily, we play in a couple more days with a back-to-back and right the ship pretty quick here. And that's the positive attitude that you want to have. It's important not to get too caught up on one game. You know, we lost this game. You know, this team is falling apart. I think it was a good game. Again, you know, to kind of echo what uh, TGO she was saying, you know, maybe it wasn't a consistent game. Maybe they kind of took their eye off the prize there for a little bit. But that's going to happen. They are players out there. They're not robots. They are prone to make mistakes, but I think that overall, uh, you know, like what Ovi was saying there as well, they're a young, up-and-coming team, and, uh, you know, they talked about there that if you make mistakes, they will make you pay, and they did. Um, the, The great scoring out there by Tage Thompson, again, just unbelievable out there. I think he is going to be You know, put in the same sentence as like Connor McDavid and a lot of these other young players out there that are up and coming. Just a really, I was, this is the first game that I've seen him play in some time. I saw some video of him from earlier in the season, but he has shown improvement. And uh, I do think that he is going in the right direction for that Sabres organization. All right. So after the break here, we are going to talk about Sonny Milano. You know, Sonny Milano was a guy that came here, not a lot of fanfare. They picked him up on a PTO from the, uh, excuse me, the Calgary Flames. And uh, no one thought a whole lot about it. But then when you started to do some research on it, you're like, wow, this guy has a potential of being really great. And guess what? He is really great. We'll talk about Sonny next. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, where it's your team every day. In this final segment here, we are going to talk about Sonny Milano, a player that's kind of moved around from teams here. Like I said, he was on the PTO for from the Calgary Flames who released him here. And when he came here, there wasn't a lot of buzz about it. It wasn't one of those, you know, huge names around the NHL, like, wow, the Capitals landed this guy. But when you kind of did your research on him and you see what kind of player he is and was, um, you you see how great he was. And it was really evident, the first goal there, where he had that backhand goal on that breakaway, like, wow, like, mic drop. Like, that was one heck of a goal out there. And, um, you know, I, it's not even that. He just has a good nose for the puck. He's got that high... Hockey IQ. He's a good playmaker, as you saw him score uh, assist on that other goal where he shot it and it bounced off his pad, and then they drove it home. So you know he has that multi-dimensional talent to him. You know when he shot it and it bounced off his pad, was that by design? So he, I was doubted that could drive it home. Was that the case? Is that what really happened? I'm not really sure if that's the case, but I know that hockey players are good at bouncing things off certain things and getting deflections. So it's a possibility that that happened. But in any event, a really great player out there and just a really, you know, solid acquisition for the Capitals to pick up. You know, this team has been plagued with injury. So for them to get... Uh, a player like that and find someone like that is just impressive. The milano dowd Oshi line then struck in the third period to tie it and make it a whole new hockey game as Dowd scored his 10th of the season and second goal in as many games off a rebound from Sonny Milano's shot. So if you didn't see that, it was just a good one-two combo out there. And Ovechkin has even spoke what he thinks of Sonny Milano. And everyone on the team likes him because he is that playmaker. You know, sometimes these young players, and he's not super young, but you know, he is a younger player. Uh, When he came to this team, people were kind of like, you know, well, who is this guy? But when all the other players around him start speaking well of him, you can kind of really tell when Ovi has your back and says that you're a heck of a player, well, you can take that to the bank And Sonny Milano, he also spoke of what he thought of the game. He said on the rough start, yeah, it was definitely really ugly. Wasn't a great first period, but we came back and just puck management, tape-to-tape passes and things like they weren't really going, uh, getting well executed well in the first period. So I think we cleared that up and I think we played pretty well the rest of the game. And I do think that that is the case. Again, they were behind to start the game, but then they got in. They tied the game. Then Buffalo tied it and they, that's why it went to overtime. So it was it was a great game. So the people that are saying that it it, it wasn't a great game, that would the score would not have been that if it was that poor. Uh, Sonny Milano speaks on the line tweaks and playing with Nick Dowd and T.J. Oshie. He says, yeah, sometimes that kind of wakes the guys up too, you know. I was with Osh and Dowder, and those are two hardworking guys, so I definitely got some chemistry with them, and it was a lot of fun. And that started to make me think too. I noticed that as well. That might be a good line out there. I know that Dowd is on the fourth line with Hathaway. And, and um, Alexei Protis, and, and from time to time, I know it kind of alternates in there. Ever since Carl Hagelin's left, there's been some different um, pairings out there, or excuse me, different lines. Um, but in any event, it is interesting that they were able to get that production out there. So that is something I think for Peter Laviolette to consider going forward. Um, is to do that, have that line out there again, because I did send some good chemistry out there uh, between Dowd, Oshie, and Milano. So something for for Peter Laviolette, I'm sure he made some mental check marks in his head like that went pretty good. I think there's some good chemistry. And sometimes that's what you have to do. You don't have to stick to these steadfast lines out there that, you know, it's got to be, you know, Ovechkin, Kuznetsov, and Sherry out there, um, or when Wilson comes back, you know. You don't always have to do that. If you're a good coach, and we know Peter Laviolette is the winningest U.S. coach, he has that you know ability to do that. Sometimes if you kind of shake things up, you can kind of z- jumpstart the team a little bit. And some they did that tonight. That's how they got back into the game by Peter Laviolette grabbing the snow globe and shaking it up a little bit and saw what happened. And we saw what happened there. It was some good pushback, but ultimately... Tage Thompson and the Buffalo Sabres were too much for the Capitals tonight. Uh, Darcy Kemper, again, I think at moments wasn't totally dialed in. So I think if they can get a better performance from him or Charlie Lindgren coming up here in the next game, I think things will be in a lot better position for this Caps team going forward. Because again, I don't want to get too down in the dumps over one game here. I do think the arrow is pointing up, and I think the Capitals are headed in a good direction. Thank you for making Locked on Capitals your first listen today. For your second listen, check out Locked on NHL Prospects, your daily podcast covering the next generation of hockey superstars leading up to the NHL draft. Locked on NHL Prospects, available on YouTube and wherever you find your podcast. So once again, thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, where it's your team every day. My name is Dan Holmey, and I'll talk to you again next time.